that noise? There's no noise. What's up, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, we are on episode 67. Um, Jack and I are here, and we're ready to talk some hoops today, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, you know the hoops. Hoops of all varieties. We'll Even talking about NBA, we'll touch on. Mm, don't make promises we can't keep. When does the end? Do you know when the WNBA season starts? I'm pretty sure that's a summer thing, right? Um, I don't know, but actually, I posted in our story. You see, your, do you see um, what I posted? Skylar no. Dickens of Notre Dame. She's in. I mean, I, I actually do remember her. I watched her play in Notre Dame because her she played Brittany Griner in the national championship in like 2012, I want to say. And I watched that game. Anyway, Skylar Diggins, who's in the WNBA now, played the entire season uh, pregnant. I, yeah, I just I saw something like that. Yeah, and she finished like top ten in like all relevant stat categories. That's absurd. Yeah, the whole season. She must have like just gotten pregnant in the beginning and then played in the first trimester or something because I don't know how you could play like in the second or third trimester of pregnancy. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, I didn't think we would be talking about the WNBA, but there we go. That's yeah, our thirty second. Okay, there we go. Nice. Our thirty second WNBA segment. Um, but nonetheless, today on the episode, we'll be talking about, uh, the Celtics and the Sixers. Uh, we wanted to talk, discuss the state of those two teams as we approached March and with about a month and a half left in the regular season. And then after that, we will be talking about some more college basketball because March is two days away and obviously March Madness is right around the corner. So we wanted to continue talking about college basketball we're going to be predicting a full bracket full bracket uh from nbc sports bracketology um it's a couple of days old but it's the most recent one that we could find so we're going to roll with that so the seeds might not be you know quite accurate if you follow them follow them as closely as i do um but uh yeah nonetheless i digress and we'll talk about the let's go with the celtics first what are your overall thoughts on the Celtics. I don't know how much Celtics basketball you've been watching, but... Uh, uh, not too much. I watched them play the Clippers before... last game for the All-Star break. They beat the Clippers in, like, double overtime. Okay. That was a great game. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're on a roll. I actually don't know the record. Are they, like, 41 and 17? Is that correct? Wow, my memory's great. 41-17. Yeah, that's exactly correct. Forty-one and seventeen. They're in the East, eight and two in their last ten. Right, sitting one game back of Toronto. Um, I the main thing that you have to talk about when you're talking about the Celtics is Jason Tatum. Obviously, quite the emergence over the past month. He averages over thirty points in the past month, in the month of February. Um, he last night we played the Jazz and he had thirty-three and eleven. And um, really took over. He's looking very like every. He's just he just exudes confidence, really. So I mean, that's uh, he's really taken over the games. Uh, over the, in the month of February, he's averaged thirty point five points per game, uh, on fifty one point four percent from the field and fifty percent even from three. Fifty percent from three, yeah. 
That's that's the stat that stands out the most. Yeah. Doing this, Kemba Walker has missed the past four games. They're saying that there's a chance he could return Saturday night versus the Rockets. So that would be nice to have him back. I don't know if, you know, Tatum, Tatum's been taking more shots, I guess, in the absence of Kemba, but he's been on this tear, quite frankly, in the whole month of February. So that extends to even when Kemba was in the lineup. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy with what this team is doing. Jalen Brown, he makes every shot that he takes pretty much. He's also having a great year. Yeah, he shoots a hundred percent. Yeah, he shoots he never missed this year. Yeah. He um he was, I guess, I guess somewhat on the fringe of making the all-star game. Like kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but so I mean I'm certainly he will probably make an all-star game within the next couple of years. Like he's right on that territory. And um, so it's the future is very bright. The season's looking very good. And I fully expect to play Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, I got money on the Heat, as you know. I like the Heat a lot. Uh, but they've kind of, they haven't been great as of late, what I'm aware. Um, I don't know. I still like, I still want to stick with my Heat Bucks prediction, except, I mean, the Heat are the four now. So that would be in the second round um i don't know i think the heat Stephen a backed me on this i saw a clip from him the other day i think the heat still are the best uh the bucks what's the word bucks the biggest threat to the bucks there we go i really don't think so like i really think it's boston i don't know why like why why would you say it's the heat I think they're – I mean, Boston Celtics are a great team. I just I, I just really like the way this Heat team plays and the construction of their roster. And I do think that uh, Jimmy Butler can lead a team to the Eastern – to a conference finals. Like, he needs to be the alpha on his team, and that's not – he hasn't been the, uh, the clear alpha for his past several teams. And I think he – I mean, he definitely has found that here. And he's a great supporting cast around him. Um, emergence of Bam Adebayo this year, all-star, and then other great pieces that just contribute into their role. So I like the Heat. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't think they're going to be able to catch Toronto or Boston. They're, I mean, as of now, there's they are five games back of the Celtics, six of the Raptors. And what is there? There's like... I don't know. How many games left in the season? Like 20 games? Uh, a little over 20. Right. So they're going to have to really turn it around. I mean, they're, they're, they've won only three of their past 10. So they really need to turn it around. I think they're going to have to run into them in Milwaukee in the second round, and I just don't know. I mean, if I think they can compete with – I don't know. We'll see. They can take them they, – they could compete with them in the second round. I don't know. We'll see. Right. Let's move on to something that's even more interesting is how bad the Sixers are. This is this is great. They're really imploding. And yeah. They're probably the easiest team in basketball to bet. Yes. Like th- this has to be historic numbers. 28 and 2. 20 That's incredible. <laughs> at home. 9 and 21 on the road. Is that I think I saw something that's like their road record's like third worst in the NBA. Maybe not actually. Nah. The Cavaliers have a better road record. 
The Bulls have a better road record. And they're only a half game better than the Pistons and the Knicks on the road. Pretty bad. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like they are literally the easiest team in the NBA to figure out. Uh, Austin bet against them and they were home tonight. I'm like, why would you do that? They're home. Bet against them? Yeah, I mean, he didn't really bet against them. He just took the Knicks plus nine. But still. That was a push. Uh, No, sorry. No, they won by nine. I don't know what the spread was, but he lost. I know that. He just took the Nets with the points. I know that. Okay. So, yeah, that I mean, that's just – I know everyone's been saying that all year, but that's just so weird. I don't know what's their spread record, but their straight money line record is what we're talking right now, yeah. Yeah, I know. And it gets more complicated when you throw in that. But still, I mean, what what do you think – is wrong here. I know MB just got hurt. He's I, I saw an alert. He's going to be out for at least this week, potentially a little bit longer. Yeah. So what do you I think? Mean, I I, uh, I do. I still think Embiid is the most talented big man center in the NBA. Uh, but uh, sometimes you know the famous saying, the uh, best ability is availability, and he's not. He's just available too infrequently. Um. Simmons is also hurt. Yeah, What's the status on him? He hasn't. I don't know. He hasn't been. I know he hasn't been playing the past couple of games. I'm not sure. I don't know when his return. I last time I update I heard there was no timetable on his return. Um, Horford just hasn't been uh, the Al Horford we know all year, and it's well documented. I feel like he's struggling to find his place on the court. Um. I don't know. The uh, I really like the way this team was set up last year. Um, they lost a lot of key pieces. They brought in Horford, but it's clearly not working as what they envisioned. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> and I, I, I've been uh, a lot of people, Sixers fans, don't like Brett Brown, and I uh, I haven't. I mean, I'm not like saying I'm a Sixers fan but like I haven't given up faith on Brett Brown I don't I don't think he's uh that bad of a coach but I mean as of recently like it's just I'm, I'm kind of growing tired of Brett Brown I really do think the Sixers have so much talent and they shouldn't be fifth in the east this this is also kind of a lazy argument but I just when I close my eyes I can't picture them in in the finals or really I getting yeah I don't trust them in I don't trust them in the playoffs at all. Yeah. And, and I, I, I I even wrote you know what I wrote about the uh what do you call it? I wrote I wrote was that over the summer I wrote about the Sixers? Yeah, I think around free agency probably, right? Yeah. And I uh I don't know, I just don't trust them. And didn't you really credit like the fact that they lost shooters? Yeah, they don't have shooters. And uh I mean they still really don't. And I mean, Matisse Dybul was a looks like a solid pick, but uh, I mean, he's not a shooter, <laughs> as far as I know. He's a right. defensive uh, forward. I mean, he's a great player, but I mean, he was not what their need was. And again, I don't know if you they'd expect a drafted rookie to just light up, light it up from three, but I don't know. Another another thing I they're frauds. Yeah. They are fraudulent. Uh, we don't trust them. And, 
I mean, it looks like they're also going to hang around the same. Like they, I don't, they can't. I don't think they're catching Boston or, or Toronto. So, it most likely is looking like they're either gonna they have to beat Miami and then they have to beat uh, Milwaukee, and that's just very tough. And I don't, I don't even see them getting. I think Stephen A. said it today. Like he doesn't even see them getting out of the first round. If they're playing Miami, no. There's, I mean, I you know I love the Heat right now, but and you can call me biased, but they're not they're not beating the Heat. Jimmy Butler would average like 45 points a game in that series. Yeah, he would just be on a tear against yeah. his former team. I can see it. I would love it too. Um, so yeah, we'll see. The NBA playoffs are only about five or six weeks away, so we will see um, how it all shakes out. But nonetheless, we will transition to college basketball. Selection Sunday is 17, 16 or 17 days away. And yeah. one of my favorite days of the year. And I just, I love it. I, we usually, I mean, I don't, where, where were you the past? Last year, you were probably, you were still at school, I think. I was, same as this year. I'm going to be going back to school from spring break on Selection Sunday. That's trash. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's I got not, back in time for it, but yeah. Yeah, that's no good. I, I mean, growing up, we usually were always with Kieran, and I, Kieran has, I think, for the past three or four years or whatever, been in Florida for it. But yeah. I'm, I think this year I'm gonna be able to watch it with him. So I'm gonna get that tradition back where we can eat cheesesteaks. Uh, nice. well, I can eat cheesesteaks and watch Alexa Sunday with Kieran. And oh, thanks so much. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. Oh, side note: anyone listening who uh, I've always heard the uh, before I went left for went to college here in Pittsburgh. Uh, everyone in Philly, I'd always hear them say like a Philly cheesesteak outside of a cheesesteak outside of Philly is not a real cheesesteak, and I kind of always just scoffed at that saying, but it's so true. <laughs> cheesesteak, they're just are are not are, are nothing. They're they're just they don't compete at all. Not at Philly. Why would why would why were you skeptical? I don't know. I just thought like it was just some like pompous like Philly natives trying to like like give their city clout. But uh, no, it's true. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think they were lying about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Philadelphians could can exa- exaggerate uh, quite a bit, especially when it comes to their sports teams. But I, I think that one was spot on. Yeah. At least from your experience, and I guess from wherever. I don't even remember eating cheesesteaks outside of. I mean, I guess like here at school. You don't but, need to. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, as I kind of mentioned in the beginning of the show, we're using the NBC Sports Bracketology. It's from a couple of days ago. So, I mean, as a, I mean, the games that took place, you know, this week or at least the past couple of days aren't really factored in, factored into this per se. But uh, we'll just go on and go with it anyway. I guess we'll start with the Midwest region, and I'll run through the seeds real quickly. The I mean, I'll go in order of who the matchups are. So Kansas versus the 16 seed playing game. Robert Morris versus NC and A and T. Pick Robert Morris there. Um, the yeah. the 8-9 matchup: Arizona State versus Florida. 5-12 is Auburn versus Northern Iowa. Four seed Michigan versus the 13 seed Akron. Six seed BYU versus playing 11 seed Oklahoma or USC. 
three seeded Creighton versus South Dakota State in the 14. Seven seeded Wisconsin versus the 10 seed Rhode Island. And then finally, two seeded Duke versus 15 seeded Belmont. Um, I mean, everyone should probably know this. I probably should have said this, but if you don't know what bracketology is, it's a bunch of experts projecting what the field of 68 would look like come uh, March 15th. And then you can practice filling out your brackets by uh, going through these hypothetical matchups. But anyway, uh, we'll go down to the bot through the through the list here. Obviously, you went with I mean, I keep going with Kansas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Kansas a lot. I I didn't really like them earlier in the year, but as of looking into more of them and watching more of their games, I uh, they're kind of growing on me. In a in a year where there's not really a dominant team, they could be one of the most, if not the most dominant team. I mean, they're number one at, at this point in time. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of like them. So, I mean, you'll see later on here. But um, yeah, please I, tell me how do you say their center's name? Their big man. Uh, Adoke Azabuki. <laughs> uh, impressive field goal percentage, 74.4%. I mean, all, all, I, uh, of his, all of his baskets are dunks, but yeah. I know. Like, I, I kind of discredit the field goal percentage from big men because they're taking low percentage shots. I mean, high percentage shots from the paint, but still 74, 74.4% of the time, the he makes it. I don't know. <laughs> I just, it's impressive regardless. Like, yeah, he... Not many like stats that I was going through, even of big men, field goal percentage wise, like no one really comes close to that. Right. I mean, I'm sure in all of NCAA D one, I'm sure, but like I don't know, of notable teams, yeah. He played he played particularly well on Saturday when I mean it was the well, probably the biggest matchup of the year it was one seeded Baylor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, excuse me, number one ranked Baylor versus number three ranked Kansas. And he had 23 points, 19 boards, and three blocks. So he really showed out in that game. Yeah. Uh, he's a senior. He uh, he tore his ACL either last year or two years ago. I remember that. And they know he was out for the tournament. Um, so I mean, I don't. I'm sure that obviously it's not affecting him this season. Having a spectacular season. And um, Devin Dotson's, you know, should be an All-American guard. Yeah. And, and I mean, they're they're one of the most formidable teams. Um. But yeah, I, I really like them. But to preface, to preface, I, I guess this whole entire segment of what we're talking about here, and I guess college basketball in general, this year more than any is so unpredictable. Yeah. And, and I mean, anything can really happen. So it's going to be a wild year, and I, I'm sure there'll be many brackets busted. And I, I, it's so hard to predict this. So uh, if anyone is listening, and then they kind of like criticize us for making our picks, like. Just know that anything can really happen. Um, but I guess we'll move on. Um, who do you have in the 8-9 matchup? It's Arizona State, who is one of the hottest teams in the country right now, going against nine-seeded Florida. I I took Florida. <laughs> yeah, I also took Florida. I know Arizona State's they're kind of on a roll right now. But I Florida was a team that they were in the preseason top 10, I believe. Like They were a team that was supposed to really – you know, they kind of under they have kind of underperformed this season. Uh, they do you remember Kerry Blackshear from Virginia Tech? No, I do. He transferred there uh, yeah. at the beginning of the season. So and he's he's having a good year. Yeah, I think he's averaging like 13 and a half and seven or something like that. Um, so he's he's probably the best player of the team. And uh, I re- I've always really liked him. 
So I, I've kind of followed his game for every, the past couple of years. Um, so I can't really get that image of out of my mind of them still being a preseason. I know a lot has changed since November, but I can't really get that thought out of my mind that there should be a better team. And I really think that maybe they can win a game or two in the tournament. But I pick Florida nonetheless. Um, yeah. All right. So moving on, there is five-seeded Auburn versus number 12, Northern Iowa. Who did you go with? I wanted to take Northern Iowa for the sake of an upset, but I also have a sour taste for Northern Iowa because I predicted them to like make it to the the championship one year when like they were like a five seed because I don't know why I did that and they lost in the first round. So I hate Northern Iowa forever. So Auburn. I went with Northern Iowa. They are a mid-major team that I've been keeping keeping my eye on throughout the year. Uh, their best players, A.J. Green, uh, same name as Bengals wide receiver A.J. Green, but this guy, I think he's a white guy. I'm not 100% sure. Oh. Uh, but he averages 20 points. He is very good. And Auburn, I know they're, they're a team. They have a good record, and they're them in Kentucky are tops the SEC, but they're kind of a weird team. Like they, they they get down in a lot of games, and they kind of rely on just going on a you know a big fifteen to two run at the end of the game, and then they just pull ahead at the end. And I don't know if you can really rely on that in the tournament. So I mean, I, I Auburn Auburn is definitely a good team. Obviously made the Final Four last year, and I don't know. I just I have a feeling that that style if they get down early in games that. It kind of worries me a little bit, so I see a potential upset here. I went with Northern Iowa. I respect that take, sure. Uh, I just want to read a couple of stats uh, before we move here, move on here. I, I, one day I was bored in class, so I just wrote down all these stats about March Madness. But um, seven out of the past ten years, there's been a seven seed or lower to make the Final Four, and twice there were two seven seeds or lower. Aside from UConn winning in 2011 and 2014, all of the winners, like whoever won the, the tournament, was either a one or two seed. Every year except for 2011, a one seed has made the Final Four, but 2015 was the only year in the past 10 in which two one seeds in a given year made it, and then six teams over the past 10 years went to back-to-back Final Fours. I know that was a lot of information. Yeah. But the point is, there's always seven out of the past 10 years. I think this is the most notable thing I just said. Seven out of the past 10 years, there was a seven seed or lower to make the final four. So I, I and last year was one of the years that that was not the case. So yeah. I feel like that might be in uh, recent memory of people. But I'm telling you, there's going to be some team this year, especially this year where it's so unpredictable. There's going to be a team that comes out of nowhere. I'm trying to find that team. It's very difficult, but. I really think there's going to be a team that just comes out of nowhere, similar to Loyola Chicago. And what was Sarah- the team you loved last year? Uh, Wofford. Wofford, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a seven seed. They were a seven seed. I, I think I had, I didn't have them in the final four. I think I had them in the elite eight. So. How far did they make it? Didn't they get? Didn't they? They, lose- they won the first round. I remember that because I think they played Seton Hall. Yeah. Uh, and then I think they lost in the second round. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They played well. Like it was a very close game. It's not like they got blown out or anything. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll move on. The next game is number four Michigan versus thirteen Akron. 
Okay, Michigan. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know I'm going with my boys. Yeah. Every year. Every yeah, single you, year, I I fall. I, I don't want to do it, but for some reason, I can't I can't shake it. So, got to go with Michigan. No, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I I agree with you here. I, I Looking at their roster just now, I uh, I actually like Michigan. Um, I just feel like statistically they're a balanced team. They have five players that average 11, over 11 points a game, or at least 10.9. Uh, I don't know. Size-wise, they're barely evenly distributed like a, like a cookie-cutter basketball team would look like. And uh, I don't know. They, uh, Michigan's got tournament uh, success history of recent years. Good coach. Good program. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's, why, that's why I took them to beat Akron. Yeah, all for all of <laughs> No. Akron's, yeah, okay. All but, right. Yeah, I mean. No, I agree with you. Well, I, mean, I, if, I like Michigan this year. They're also getting Isaiah Livers back, and he has been hurt for you know a good chunk of the season. He's missed like stretches of games, and he's finally getting healthy. And I really think they they always seem to do this. They always seem to gel right at the end of February, beginning of March, and it really bodes well for them. So. And then they always disappoint you in the tournament. Although they did lose tonight to Wisconsin, so there is something there. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, I they they don't necessarily disappoint me. I I had them uh, winning it all when they they made it to the championship and they lost to Nova, so that was a good year. Um, they didn't, obviously they didn't win it, but I, I was in a small pool and I won that because of the Michigan pick. So they've been kind to me. Uh, nonetheless, we both went with Michigan. Yeah. Uh, moving on BYU versus the playing game of Oklahoma versus USC. Who'd you pick? BYU. Same. I'm, I'm in love with BYU this year. I think they're very good and I, I would watch out for them if I were, I, yeah. they're, they're my team to make, to make a deep run. I really like BYU this year. Uh, I, there you go. No, they got TJ Hawes and Jake Toulson, two of the best three-point shooters in the country. And they have senior forward Yoli Childs averaging 21 and 8. And all three of those guys are seniors, so they, they're they upperclassmen. They, you know, have experience. I mean, I don't think they've made the tournament since 2015, I believe. Um, yeah. So not necessarily in those guys' tenure at BYU, but – I mean, they made the NIT a couple times, and they're they're just a good team. They're so explosive on the offensive end, um, and they 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 shoot the ball from behind the arc as well as anybody in the country. So they're just very dangerous, and I'm really liking BYU. They're coming yeah, off pretty, they're coming off that win versus uh, Gonzaga last weekend, so they're really. You hot. pretty much just said what I wrote down. Uh, old team, many seniors, uh, even more than what you said. Uh, like their key contributors are seniors, so I uh, I trust that a little bit. I mean, except you're right; they haven't, they don't have tournament experience, but they're seniors. They went in this for a while, and I mean, not just they they uh just to emphasize, they shoot the ball behind the arc better than everyone in the country. They're first in team field goal percentage, three point percentage, excuse me, behind the arc at forty two point two percent as a team. That's best in all of Division One. Yeah, they're 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 pretty crazy. From they're they're a great offensive team. Yeah. Um. Exactly. So I, I BYU easy choice for me. South Dakota State versus Creighton in the three fourteen matchup. Who'd you pick? Uh, I got Creighton. I, I mean, there's not much to say about this. Did you pick? Go. You go. Oh no, Creighton. I, Creighton's oh. also a very good team, and they're playing yeah. very well as of late. So I went with Creighton. Yeah. No upset there for me. 
Seven seed Wisconsin versus ten seeded Rhode Island. Who'd you go with? Um, Wisconsin. I also went with Wisconsin. Wisconsin, excuse me. They're playing very well. They just beat Michigan tonight. Um, they what's? I think they're on like an eight game winning streak. I'm gonna verify that right now. Five game winning streak. Five and three versus ranked teams. Eighteen and ten overall. They're now in third place in the. Tied for sec, excuse me, tied for second place with three other teams in the Big Ten. So oh, Big Ten's Big, crazy. The Big Ten is crazy. It's really kind of a mess in the middle. But they're right. They're tied with Illinois, Penn State, and Michigan State for second place in the Big Ten. Um, so yeah, they're looking really good right now. Um, so yeah, I went with them. Even though Rhode Island, they, you know, Fat, you know who Fats Russell is. What'd you say? You know who Fats Russell is? No. He, he's on Rhode Island. He's probably their best player. He's just a funny name. Uh, Fats Russell. He's oh, from I think I've heard of that. Yeah, he's from Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Duke and who was it? Belmont. Obviously Duke. You're not going to pick a 15. Right. Kieran and I were discussing in the last episode that we don't really like. We're not buying Duke this year. Really? Yeah, we're not. We don't really. Um, I mean, we, really, we both really liked Trey Jones and uh, Vernon Carey, but. Didn't really like their role players, and also they're really bad defensively. They also just lost to Wake Forest and NC State in the past two of their past three games, and those are not good losses. So, and yeah, they're they're all, they can't guard anyone. They're really bad on defense. Um, so yeah, we don't trust them. But yeah, obviously we, no one has the balls to pick a 15 seed. So we're going with Duke here. Yeah. Uh, move on to the East region. Uh, we'll try to go a little bit quicker here. San Diego State, Radford. Um, I'm going with the Aztecs. Uh, Me as like, well. They like they suffered their first loss in the in the time that between last episode and this episode. Uh, they lost to UNLV, I believe. But I don't know. I doesn't scare me that much. If they lose like another game or two, I would start to get a little bit concerned. But um, every team's gonna, you know, have an off night, and they're still a very athletic, explosive team, and they're a reason why they are. There's a reason why they're a top five team in the country. So, San Diego State, um, eight nine, Indiana versus Virginia. Who'd you go with? Virginia. Yeah, they're looking really good. Um, yeah. You know, they are a team, obviously, tournament experience, defending champion. So they could. Um, I don't know. I think they could make a little bit of a. I mean, their ce- their ceiling is not as high as obviously last year because they lost, you know, Ty Jerome and DeAndre Hunter and Kyle Guy and all everyone. But they they're still a good team and they could definitely string together a couple wins. So I went with Virginia as well. Okay. Ohio State and Liberty. Ohio State. I picked Liberty. Okay. Um, Tell me not, why. Not too much rationale behind it. Um, yeah gotta throw a 12 yeah i actually well i that, that that's my second 512 upset because i picked northern iowa as well so that's two 512 upsets for me um but yeah i went with liberty um i know ohio state is starting to play a little bit better as of recently they went through a, a rough patch in the middle of the season but i don't know i'm just feeling liberty uh shout out to david Selzone. um to- yep. <laughs> Uh, Kentucky or Yale? Who'd you go with? 
Kentucky. Yeah, I really like Kentucky a lot. They're this bracket and the one we just went over. I really like a lot of the teams in there. The other side, not so much. So that's why I didn't feel as well about the remaining two brackets that we didn't get to yet. But I really like a lot of these teams. I really like Kansas. Really like Michigan, obviously. BYU. I like San Diego State, and I like Kentucky a lot. So there's a lot of teams that I really like on this side. Uh, but yeah, I went with Kentucky. Uh, West Virginia or Eastern Tennessee? West Virginia. I went with Eastern Tennessee because West Virginia is literally awful. They're they're so bad. I'm telling you right now. Like they have no business belonging. Like I'm no matter who they play, I'm not picking them. I'm I'm telling you right now. I think they're good. Because so I just think they're good because I saw them, I watched them play in person beginning of the year when they came to Pitt and they played so well and yeah that's just my last impression of them. <laughs> they really have no business like they're seven and eight. they're seven and eight in conference play two and three versus ranked teams they're uh, three and eight away from home they lost their last two games I think they lost the uh, TCU who was really bad this year. Uh, they're, they are so bad. Like, I'm not picking them no matter who they play. I'll tell you what I like about them. They got an even point distribution throughout their team, and I like their size. Cool. So that's just, that's just the perfect formula for tournament success. I don't think that's the perfect formula. I think there was also a stat, five out of the past 10 national champions have had an upperclassman All-American guard on their team. That's the perfect formula for uh, a champion. Upper, okay. All-American upperclassman guards, as he want to look out for. Um, Where'd McCabe? Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to lead him to the Final Four. Uh, yeah. Villanova or Wright State? <laughs> Bonus points uh-huh. if you can tell me where Wright State is. I don't even know where that's located. It's in Missouri. I was going to say Ohio, but I have no idea. I have no idea either, but Nova, I picked. Easy choice. I love Nova this year. I do too. I really, really do. More than I usually do, which is a little scary, but uh, I went with Nova here. Illinois, seven-seeded Illinois or 10-seeded NC State? You're right, State's in Ohio. I was right. There you go. What do you think? Man, if that was a Jeopardy question, that'd, that'd be like a... Like a 400-point Jeopardy question right there, I think. Um, yeah, I'm proud that I knew that. Right State, shout out to you guys. Illinois or NC State? I picked NC State for the sake of an upset. I picked uh, Illinois. I like Illinois. I saw them play in person. I've saw, I've seen them play a couple games because they're in the Big Ten. I watch a lot of Big Ten games. Uh, <laughs> they recently got Desumu back, who's their best player, and they're just a good team. And I, I like them. I, and NC State is also the only team in the ACC that has not beaten North Carolina at least once this year. They're the only team to yeah. get swept. Only team to get swept by UNC. Yeah, I uh, I picked NC State just for the sake of being ACC, and I'm more ACC, so kind of similar to you in that sense. But yeah, NC State has had bad losses. They they've had they good wins, but really bad losses. So they're kind of all over the place. I don't even expect them going to make this tournament. Yeah, they, they they could be a, a team that's sweating it out on Selection Sunday, similar to Rutgers. So Notre Dame's going to make it. Should make it over NC State. 
that that's not true. That I don't Notre think Dame so. is good, and they deserve it. Notre Dame has no it good defense here. It, it depends. We'll see what they do in the tournament. Yeah, I guess Notre so. Dame is a good team, and they can compete with the, with these teams. No. <laughs> yes, they can. Jack, we went through their schedule last night. They have no good wins at all. They're still we, a good team. We, we literally went through it all. Um, all right. Dayton, They're going to prove people wrong. Dayton or Hofstra went with Dayton. Dayton. Uh, they're, um, yeah, Obi Toppin should probably win player of the year. So that's reason enough to pick them. I, I, mean, I watched, I, I went to the Dayton, I saw Dayton play in person. Uh, they played Duquesne here in Pittsburgh. Um, it is documented in our group chat that Obi Toppin didn't impress me. Um, okay. Did you see his dunk the other day when it was like a windmill dunk? Did you see that? No. Yeah, it was a pretty. It was pretty crazy. He didn't impress you. How didn't he impress you? <laughs> what I don't is know. stats that game? Dayton's got a sour taste in my mouth because they dominated Duquesne all game. I picked them to cover, and they blew it. They 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 allowed Duquesne to backdoor cover with like within like the last like four minutes for no reason. So yeah. Let's just move on from this. You you know what day that was? Okay, I see it right here. Oh yeah, Obi Toppin didn't impress you. He had 22 points, 10 rebounds, and shot nine of 13. I know what his stats was. He just didn't impress me. I don't know how that doesn't impress you, but okay. He didn't. It didn't seem like I was watching a a national player of the year. Yeah. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Um. I watched Zion play last year. Yeah, and you called Zion a bust until about the draft. That one turned out great. Once I saw him, once I saw him in tears of the draft, he swayed me, and now I think he's gonna be a top five player of all time. Jeez, that is talk about bipolar. Baylor, one seeded Baylor or Prairie. Uh, I I don't know the name of that school, but Baylor. <laughs> Let's take Baylor. Woo! Baylor Bears. There was also a stat. I don't know if you caught it on the last episode with Kieran, but Baylor, out of every single team in college basketball, has had 13% of their shots blocked, which is the second most in the country, and St. Joe's was the only team that had more shots blocked. Yeah, I listened to that last week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a little bit concerning. But picking Baylor to beat the playing game. Eight-seeded LSU versus nine-seeded St. Mary's. Who do you got? St. Mary's. I went with LSU. Okay. Yeah. So. Yep. (laughs) uh, Skyler Mays, pretty good player. They're also, LSU, very good on the offensive glass. Um, So, I don't know. St. Mary's, don't really know much about them, but uh, I don't know. Not really feeling them this year. Some teams you gotta get a gotta get a vibe from. Yeah. Uh, uh, Providence slash Wichita State, which is the playing game, or five seeded Colorado. Uh, to Colorado. I went with Providence, so that's my third five five twelve upset. But I went Providence because they're playing very well as of recently. I know their overall record isn't that great. They suffered some pretty bad losses earlier in the year. But they're nine and six in the Big East. They, I think, have won seven of their past nine games. They beat Seton Hall. 
And who else did they beat? I don't know exactly, but they are playing really well as of recently. And they, they were a team that a lot of people didn't even have anywhere close to the tournament like a month ago. But they're playing their way right onto the bubble. And if they continue to play this way, they could even move out of the playing game and move into like a 10 seed even. So I really like the way Providence is playing. I went with them. Okay. Bailey didn't pick the Shockers. Yeah. Yeah, no. Not this year. Mm. Um, Penn State or Vermont? I think Penn State. Also went with Penn State, um, even though they destroyed my heart and stomped on it and shattered it into a million pieces last night. Um, and they almost blew a 21-point lead at home. But I'm still going to pick them just because Vermont doesn't seem like a very intimidating team. Lamar Stevens is usually pretty good, even though he didn't play that well last night. And I don't know. They're a good team. I can respect them, but I I picked them to win this game. Okay. Six-seeded Iowa or 11-seeded Utah State? I took Iowa. I I was debating Utah State. Um because, you know, they're a pretty strong team. They've been consistently in the tournament. Uh, I think they were – I was looking at earlier bracketologies, like early in the year, and I think they were like a seven seed at one point. So they've been playing pretty well all year. I know they're in the they're in the same conference as San Diego State. Um, but I went with Iowa. Luca Garza is too good, and he's definitely going to win at least one game in the tournament, I feel like. Sure. Three-seeded Seton Hall or 14-seeded Colgate? Seton Hall. I love Seton Hall. Yeah, I also own Seton Hall. Um, Miles Powell, spectacular. And they are, I think they're in first place in the Big East still. Yes, they are, uh, which is probably the second most competitive conference this year. And you know, I like Big East basketball. I, yeah. I, I feel like Big East basketball is like where basketball belongs. You think so? Yeah. Don't even know what that means, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, but I like Seton Hall and Colgate. They're not even going to make the tournament when Tommy Funk leads the army uh, to the tournament. The army? What are they? The army knights? <laughs> yeah, the army knights. I was thinking of their mascot. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was thinking of their mascot, and I couldn't think of it mid-sentence. But yeah, Tommy Funk's going to lead them to the tournament. Colgate's not even going to make it, so uh, Seton Hall. They are moving on to the second round. Yeah. All right. Seven-seeded Marquette versus the Scarlet Knights, who are projected as a 10-seed in this one, but probably should be on in a playing game at this point because we can't win on the road. I went with Rutgers for the sake of the podcast. and I, also, have- I also went with the Rutgers because, um, I don't know, we could shut down Marcus Howard, even though he's the leading scorer in the nation, but we can shut him down. We play good defense. I think we're... Just boxing won them. They don't have anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I think we could win, like, a very ugly 56-51 to 51 game. I can see it. Their next leading scorer's got 12 a game. You can... Yeah. Well, our leading scorer has, like, 11 points a game, so... Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, no. We play amazing defense. And if we can just win one more game, we're getting in here. But that seems to be a struggle. And we would have made it already if we could just, you know, defend them at the last second last night. 
and I would feel very safe, but now I'm very worried and I'm going to be very nervous and stressed for the next 16 days until Selection Sunday. Nonetheless, we both pick Rutgers. Um, Florida State or Little Rock? I went with Florida State because they're very, well, they're very well balanced. Sure. Uh, they always are. Like they never, they always have a very, you know, their leading scorer. I think last year was Terrence Mann. He only averaged like 12 points a game. This year, I think Devin Vassell's probably their leading scorer, I think, at like 12 points a game or something like that. Um, but they're a good team all around. And they're the cream of the crop in the ACC this year. So shout out to the Seminoles. They're having a good year. All right. Last bracket. And then I promise this will move on a little bit quicker. Gonzaga or Montana? Um, yeah, obviously Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yo, I love Gonzaga. I got a Gonzaga hat and I wear it all the time. So I'm a Gonzaga fan. But I will talk about Gonzaga. Um, I was a Gonzaga fan, per se. Yo, but... Gonzaga has seven players in double-digit points per game. I know. Kieran said that last week. I oh, did he? I didn't even know that. I did listen, though. Um, I love their size. Their leading scores uh, come in at 6'11", 6'7", 6'10". So that's different. Uh, yeah, Gonzaga. Yeah. I don't know. They're all right. We'll yeah, you're definitely this. foreshadowing. You got them bounced early. Um, yeah. Not necessarily. No, I, I pick in Zaga. Then um, next game is Texas Tech versus Houston. I went with Texas Tech just because. Red Raider Nation. Um, Chris Beard's a good coach, and obviously he made the finals last year. And Houston's frog because I don't trust any team in the American Conference besides the Shockers, so. I got Tech as well. Yeah, I went with the Red Raiders. Uh, Michigan State or SF Austin? Michigan State. I went with SF Austin. So if you're paying attention, folks, at home, that means I predicted all of the 12 seats to beat the 5 seats. It was said when that happened. Probably never. Oh, the 5-12 upset is very important. There's a lot of stats on that, but you should look that up. There's uh, always there's always at least one. I wouldn't say there's four because yeah. Has there has there ever been a four for four? I don't know, but it's a popular one. I don't know if it's ever been four for four. I'd have to look that up. But Michigan State is not as good as they were last year. And I know they have they still have Cassius Winston and Teelman and Aaron Henry, and they've got a lot of uh, some players. But I don't know. They lost Josh Langford. I think he tore his ACL, or he had a season-ending injury at the beginning of the season. And um, they're just – they're vulnerable this year. You better watch out. If you you shouldn't pick them too far this year. So I'm warning everyone. If you're, if, you're, if you're high on the Spartans, I would ease off of that take for this season. Oregon or North Texas? Oregon. Same. I really like Oregon this year. Uh, Peyton Pritchard's fantastic. And he could, I think he, he's the kind of guy who can carry a team similar to like a Kemba Walker. So, yeah, he is good. Really like Oregon this year. Butler or Cincinnati? Butler. Pick Cincinnati. Um, 
Butler's another team that they're on my blacklist. Them in West Virginia, not picking them to win a game no matter who they play. Butler stinks. I'm telling you right now. Okay. Watch them play Seton Hall. They should have won that game. It was like last week, I think. They were winning the whole game. They blew it. They have no heart. And they were better earlier in the year. And they're just they're not playing as well as of lately. And I don't trust them at all. Butler's not going anywhere this year. Don't know much about Cincinnati. And I know I just said I don't trust American Conference teams. But whatever. I'm rolling with it. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Butler and West Virginia, they're, I'm, I'm blacklisting them. Is that the right word? I don't know. But I'm not picking them. I don't know if the right word. Louisville or New Mexico State in the 3-14 matchup? Louisville. Same. I'm not in love with Louisville. Uh, they really don't have much of a, a backcourt. But they, they really don't at all. Like I've Lamar watched them Kim- play several times. You know Lamar Kimball, the guy from St. Joe's? Yes, yes, yes. Like He's, he's starting in their backcourt. And he's yeah. really bad. So... Uh, uh, Jordan Nora is a good player. No, yeah, I mean, their offense. Yeah, he's very good, but I don't know. I, I, I think they'll win this game, but I don't know. I think their ceiling is capped. I can't really see them. I was very high on them earlier in the year, but then I really started to think about them. Like, what team that doesn't have many guards at all like made it that far? Like, I, I'm really big on guard play in the tournament. So. That's why you don't like Gonzaga. I mean, I don't, I don't hate Gonzaga, but I don't know. Uh, Xavier or Arizona? Big Xavier. I also pick Xavier, despite Arizona being seventh in the net rankings or whatever you said. Are you sure <laughs> yeah. you read that right? Yes, I'm sure. Jack was rattling off like the top teams in the net rankings, and Arizona was like an extreme outlier, and I was flabbergasted. But I guess they are some somehow up there, but whatever. I also pick Xavier is my point. Maryland or UC Irvine? Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Jalen Smith is so good. He's so good. I, I mean, they played uh, Minnesota last night. Minnesota was destroying them for most of the game, but they came back and they won it off a buzzer beater. Uh, I think it was Daryl Marcel who hit the buzzer beater. But Smith played great. He always plays great. And um, he's just phenomenal. So, Not even their leading scorer. I know. But Anthony Cowan's kind of sporadic sometimes. Like He, he has some really bad games some nights. But I mean, he can have really good games. But right. there's some games where he just really disappears. And I think uh, like last night against Minnesota, I don't really don't think he played very well, if I remember correctly. But I'm a big... Me and Karen are both big Jalen Smith guys, so um, really like him. All right, we on the first round. This will probably go quicker now. We we don't have to. We kind of shared our analysis of every team as we went through, so we don't really have to say it for every game here. But um, I guess let's just do like region by region. That'll be quicker, so you can just say your whole Midwest with the one with Kansas. I have. Kansas over Florida, Michigan over Auburn, Creighton over BYU, Wisconsin Duke over Wisconsin. Uh, Kansas over Florida, Michigan over Northern Iowa, BYU over Creighton, and Wisconsin over Duke. Should we keep going? Yeah, just keep going with this region. 
Michigan over Kansas. Uh, I got Duke over Creighton. Actually, then you want to go? Kansas over Michigan, BYU over Wisconsin. Okay. So, yeah, so I've got Kansas and BYU in that lead eight. You have Michigan and Duke? Yes. And then who do you have? I got Michigan over Duke. Oh, you pulled a me. Look at yeah. you. Yeah. I picked BYU over Kansas. I couldn't give I couldn't give up the BYU dream. I might I'm gonna have to I'm just for some reason I'm gonna put all my stock in BYU. I don't know why. So watch them get bounced in the first round. But at BYU I'm feeling it this year. I picked them in the final four. Okay. Uh, so you got BYU to that region. I got six seed to BYU, four seed to Michigan for me. Right. So I've got San Diego State over Virginia. Kentucky over Liberty, Nova over Eastern Tennessee, and Dayton over Illinois. So I've got the one through four. I've got San Diego State, Kentucky, Nova, and Dayton in the Sweet 16. I got UVA over San Diego State, Kentucky over Ohio State, Nova over West Virginia, NC State over Dayton. NC State has not beaten Dayton. You're an idiot. (laughs) Uh, Let's go ACC. North Carolina. Um, yeah, but North Carolina is a very historic program that has won many national championships. And what has Dayton done? But they're they've garbage. Beaten, they've beaten they've beaten below average teams in the A10. They're so bad this year. North Carolina doesn't mean anything. No, um, I don't trust Dayton though. That's like saying, oh, they beat UCLA this year, and and uh, UCLA won all those championships in the '60s. So. Yeah, Notre Dame beat UCLA. That's what I said yesterday. Oh yeah, they're great. All right, so I've got San Diego State, and Nova in the Elite Eight, and then Nova going on to the Final Four. Uh, I got UVA beating Kentucky, and Nova beating NC State. Okay, and then. And then I got Nova over UVA. All right. Both have Nova out of the East. That's cool. Um, yeah, they're a good team. Uh, I have – no, you can you can go ahead with this one first. Which one? The Gonzaga bra- one seed bracket? That one? No. Which, which one? Oh. Baylor. Uh, the South. Uh, I got St. Mary's over Baylor. Um. Penn State over Colorado, Seton Hall over Iowa, and Florida State over Rutgers. LSU over Baylor, Providence over Penn State, uh, Seton Hall over Iowa, and Florida State over Rutgers. Providence, okay. They're playing really well right now. Okay. Uh, St. Mary's over Penn State. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Seton Hall over Florida State. LSU over Providence, Florida State over Seton Hall. Okay. And then I got Seton Hall over St. Mary's. St. Mary's is a very good three-point per, uh, team per percentage-wise. That was terribly worded. Uh, they're third in all of Division One. Not as good as BYU, though. They're my team. They're the Cougars. They're my team this year. I, I think I hope they're the Cougars. I think that's probably their mascot. Um, Maybe. I have Florida State over LSU. 
Uh, I didn't love it, but that's who I went to. I got Seton Hall over Mr. St. Mary's, yeah. All right. I have Gonzaga over Texas Tech. I also have Gonzaga over Texas Tech. You didn't think I would, but I did. Then I have Oregon over St. Uh, excuse me, Stephen F. Austin. You 100% have Oregon beating Gonzaga. Uh, yes, yeah, spoiler alert, I do. Yep. Louisville over Cincinnati. Maryland over Xavier. Then I have Maryland over Louisville. So my lead eight is Maryland versus Oregon, and then I picked Oregon to go to the final four. Gonzaga over Texas Tech. Michigan State over Oregon. Louisville over Butler. Maryland over Xavier. Gonzaga over Michigan State, Maryland over Louisville, and then Gonzaga over Maryland. You're going all in on Gonzaga this year. I can feel it. Because I have a Gonzaga hat. That's why. You literally almost had Gonzaga and St. Mary's playing each other in the Final Four. That would have been ridiculous. No, I didn't even ponder that. Yeah. Um, okay, so your Final Four is Michigan, Villanova, Seton Hall, and Gonzaga. Yes. Mine is BYU, Florida State, Nova, and Oregon. Uh, I went with Nova and Florida State in the finals, and then Nova winning it all. I went with Nova, Gonzaga in the finals. I got the Zags winning it all. That is... Kieran, I think you and Kieran are going to pick Gonzaga this year. I can, and you're both going to be very upset when they lose in the Sweet 16. Go Zags. Man. All right. So it, sound, it sounds like we've both fallen in love with a Western Coast Conference team. I, I, I'm all in on BYU, and it seems like you're all in on the Zags. The Zags. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Jack says go Zags. Um, all right, folks. Thanks for listening. March is a beautiful time in sports. And we're all looking forward to it here at Hogline Nation. Be sure to follow the show on Instagram at Hogline Podcast and follow us at Mitchell Manis and at underscore jack.manis underscore. Um, and uh, we'll catch you next time, folks. See ya. Go Zags. <laughs>